Hello, everyone, and welcome to week two of Ladies Who Trash. I am your co-host, Snaby, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Carl. We are here after a brief hiatus to discuss the next two episodes in 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 days. And let me tell you, there is a lot to discuss. Would you agree? Most definitely. I, you know, I actually want to take just a minute because I've gotten a lot of questions from the fans about something in, not in the before the 90 day universe currently, but something that's been a pretty hot topic, uh, that's come up with a, a previous 90 day star. And that is Stephanie selling her farts in a jar for profit. I can't. And then going to the hospital because she thought she was getting a heart attack and it ended up being excessive gas. You're kidding. Oh no. So, I mean, if this girl's making money off of her farts, you got to think that she is ingesting something of some sort that is giving her so much gas. So that's actually very yeah, plausible. Yeah. That she like overdid it one day. Major. She has given herself too much gas. She walked too close to the sun. She walked too, Flew close, too to close to the sun. I mean, $200,000. close. This woman made $200,000 selling parts in a jar. And you gotta have to ask, but is she crazy or is she a genius? She's unquestionably a genius. <laughs> I think so too. That's, that's, you can't, you can't knock that hustle. Honestly, like hate on it as much as you want. Mm-hmm. It's weird, but like, I would do much weirder things to make. $200,000 that easily. Oh yeah. And go as, off girl. Go off girl. Yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a fan. And the, the next most interesting thing is she's now selling them as NFTs because she can't physically do the farts anymore because of the gas, which I kind of feel like, you know, I had a, a Kevin from the office moment where it's like, he can only do math where he, if it's like in terms of yeah. food, I thought like, maybe I can understand NFTs if it's in terms yes. of 90 day. Yes. Um, so I tried really hard. It still didn't work. Unfortunately, okay. I still don't know what the hell they are, okay. but, um, but that would have been really exciting. If it <laughs> I agree. That and like crypto. Is yeah. Like where I'm like, if all of a sudden the 90 day folks got really into like Bitcoin, I feel like I would be some sort of a genius on it by now. Totally. We'll just have to wait for that. Yep. Okay, so those are really good um, tidbits to bring up. I do, that made me, that made me think of something. I do want to mention that tomorrow, Monday, January 10th, our favorite ladies are coming back. Darcy and Stacy. Darcy and Stacy, y'all. Oh, they baby. will be back on your television screen. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see, see what their faces are going to look like after all of that surgery. It's just, I'm... I'm a little frightened, but I am super excited to see where they're at. Is Georgie still in the picture? What's you up know, with Florian? I think he got some his teeth done too. It's just there's a lot. There's a lot going. It's a, it's a, happy New Year, everyone. Happy it is year. an exciting time to be alive. It is. It is what a time to be alive. And and let's let's continue that trend with our first couple of of our six for today, Janan and Ella. So last last week. You know, we we kicked off 90 day season. We met our couples 
Uh, most of them have either, you know, not met for the first time or have just met. Now we have introduced uh, another couple. So that's Janan and Ella. Um, lots to discuss here, but I wanted, I think, you know, we would be remiss if we're not talking about the way this woman, Ella, who is a 30 some year old woman in Idaho or something. You're really good at remembering ages. <laughs> I don't know why. 37. 37. She way younger. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who has met this man in China around the same age. You know, she seems like a nice lady, but I... I really can't with the the Asian fetishizing that she is doing with this poor man. This was really something else to encounter. And I actually didn't watch this episode. Um, I was on I was on vacation in Mexico, so I took a break from uh, watching the 90 day, but I was on the social needs and I saw that people were not happy about this young lady uh, fetishizing Asian men, Asian culture. So I kind of knew, you know, what, what was in store for me, but after watching the episode, I mean, it's kind of a lot, it's kind of a lot to take in. And I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I could be more woke in this area because the entire episode, I was kind of like waffling back and forth between like, oh, she just loves Asian culture. You know, like I love 90 day or like I love sports which like I don't but that's I was like kind of just but like you were. trying to wrap my head around it but but by the end of the episode there there was no question in my mind no this is just straight fetishizing Fetish. yeah um the way he talks about it, the way she talks about his features and mm-hmm. like I don't know like it's yeah it seems like she's every time she talks about him it's a caricature rather than like an actual human being. Right. So it's like, I don't know. It's very uncomfortable. Yes, I agree. I think uh, 90 Day is taking some liberties here as well. I mean, they in, in the intro song for Janan, they played the Squid Games theme song, which I was like, you guys are such trolls. Like, <laughs> you're just feeding into this, you know, 110%. And then Ella with her, I want you to bring a sword and yeah. Uh-huh. The, the, the wig wearing, the, the wig wearing, the cosplay. It's, you know, I, I think if we talk fetish versus fantasy, this is far beyond a fantasy. She is dating this man solely because he is Asian and she's fetishizing everything about his culture and his appearance versus like you said, wanting to be with him for who he is. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So anyway, this man is planning to come on over to the U.S. because she can't go to China right now because of COVID. Um, he has like a seven or eight-year-old son mm-hmm. um, that he'll be leaving behind too, which like this also, again, a, a recurring totally scene, normal a recurring in the world, see. apparently. Yeah, just like leaving, leaving the children behind um, to find love, which like, again, like I... I don't want to judge it too harshly, but I don't know. It seems like you could find somewhat of a balance, maybe date within the country. <laughs> I don't know. Just don't, what do I know? To necessarily move to Idaho on a ranch for seven months, but like, you know, it's cool. Um, I also thought, you know, it was pretty funny how they, Ella was like, he's going to come here and help me lose weight because Chinese people eat a lot of vegetables, question mark. Like what? I don't, I, I think everybody probably just eats a normal amount 
of vegetables. And then the way <laughs> that, that Janan and that like doctor, doctor were talking about the American diet. I mean, they're not wrong. No, I died. They were just like, they just eat so much. And it's just like, really, really, that's it. Like we, we do just we eat need so to, much. We need to control our portions. That's right. all there is to it. Right. I would like to get in on these herbs right. that she was prescribing though. <laughs> I feel like that could be interesting. I was interested in the herbs as well. Were you though interested in Ella's Wiccan and witchcraft love spells? I knew you would ask me. <laughs> I knew you would ask me about that because for those of you that haven't caught on yet, I do have, you know, I'm just entertained by like the astrology. I love my horoscopes. I love crystals, you know, my crystals. <laughs> I have been known to purchase a crystal or two in my time. Um, I don't know, call it curiosity, call mm-hmm. it, I don't know, whatever. So I knew you were going to ask me about that. I think. It's just not my flavor, like the witchcraft. Maybe I don't know. It's just not my flavor of things. The, the love spells. Yeah. Um, a little too Harry Potter for me. Yeah. So, so it didn't surprise me that she's a part of a coven in Idaho Falls. Yeah, absolutely not surprising at all. Didn't wasn't phased by that, but no, I, I would say I'm gonna have to pass on that. I'm more into Caleb's tarot cards oh. than I am into Ella's love spells. Equally bad, but yeah. But great transition. Maybe we should move into Caleb and Alina. Let's do a quick Instagram versus reality for this couple, our second couple of the day. What do you think, you know, what 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 are they putting out to the universe versus what's really going on here behind the curtain? Well, okay. So when I think Instagram versus reality, it's like, you know, what would be the best case scenario versus like slash like, yeah, what have they been putting out versus like what is actually happening? And so when you look at this couple on paper, it's like an adorable story, right? Like they have been in touch with each other for 13 years, which they keep repeating a lot. <laughs> yes. Oh that God. is one number I can That's remember. Uh, <laughs> they've been in touch with each other for 13 years. So like since they're like, you know, adolescents, Um, so they live across the world, you know, there's like romanticism to that. They're finally getting to meet in person. Like it seems like, you know, physical isn't like at the top of these people lists, you know, because they are so different physically. So like on Instagram, on paper, what they've been putting out, the potential for it, it's like, it could be a really adorable thing. Like we finally meet in person. We, We connect as much in person as we have over the years. And we finally with each other and yeah and then the reality is Caleb is an ableist who is clearly does not give a flying fuck that Alina has you know different abilities and is it's to the point where he's like he's like complaining about things where I'm like are you serious like he's like oh I have to carry her bags and and help her like get into this hotel room that I booked that doesn't have any accessibility for people with disabilities. Like, what are you, what is actually wrong with you? Yeah. He seems very inconvenienced by Mm -hmm. these things that he knew about. He should have known about. He should have known about. He's acting, he's acting very surprised by all of this, but 
this is another guy who, while I was on the social meds over break, was not getting a whole lot of love for oh, the very reasons that. that you mentioned. Um, my heart breaks for Alina because she is a gem. Right. She's she is. Awesome. She's such a gem. Like, honestly, the patience that she is having with this man, like her, the the cool that she is keeping, like, God bless her. I would have, I would have done something. Yeah, right now. I know. Is she. <laughs> She is really giving him chance after chance. I feel bad for her. I feel like mm-hmm. she's like losing some of that confidence. Yes. That she, that she has with this you know, And for this guy, did right? you see it's the outfit he was wearing from Tucson? Did you see the outfit he was wearing? I'm sorry. No girl should be losing confidence over this <laughs> no. man. All right. Um, what else is there? Okay, Elijah. Elijah. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a little premature uh, MVP. For Elijah, yeah. Elijah also has been just killing the game on Instagram. I don't know if you have. Oh, I haven't. Obviously, Mm. I have. Okay. Uh, He is witty. He is funny. He's snarky. He's sassy. I think. I think he's gonna get a lot of love from the ninety day production team. He's already getting a great cut. Yes, great cut. Um, I think he'll be here to stay. Elijah. Honestly, like in general, God bless the roommates of 90 day for mm-hmm. like just being along for this ride. Yes. And the, and the roommates are always like, so, uh, I don't know. Just like, I don't want to say normal, <laughs> but like they always have their heads on so straight, which like, yeah. maybe that's, that's why these people find them. But Elijah, the way he came after Caleb, like all throughout the day and like the passive aggressiveness, but also just like the straight up confrontation and just like protecting Alina and like advocating for her, like bravo, Elijah. Bravo. I loved his exit. So there's a scene where um, they're all three of them, where they're all three of them having dinner and um, Caleb very rudely pretty much excuses Elijah from the dinner Elijah had the most like dramatic Russian gay Russian exit from the dinner table and like from the restaurant I was like I was like ooh, like I have goosebumps right now like that was that was chilly he was like okay bye and just have a good time (laughs) exit stage right I felt that uh I'm interested for them I think you know if he thinks like you said see you have a note your 10 minutes is not a long time to wash your face. Caleb, if you're, you know, first of all, stop fucking complaining because I cannot deal with you. Act like you've traveled anywhere ever. Ever. Like jet lag is not an excuse. You're meeting the girl that you've been talking to for two years. For the first time. Get it together. Do what you gotta do. If if a 10 minute skincare routine is going to trouble you, then sir, you have not dated any women in their 20s or 30s i mean get it like just just get a life man um yeah so interested to see yeah the kind of cut he continues to get um obviously don't see this working out for them definitely not um alina deserves a lot better um, maybe Elijah and Alina will get their own spinoff though. That would that is something I would 100 mm-hmm. watch. Mm-hmm. I would subscribe, like and subscribe. Yes. Okay. Great. Okay. Should we move on to our third couple, Mike and Jimena? 
Let's start off with a little, how deep is your love segment here? So Jimena, we met for the first time this episode. She is, uh, I think like 26 or something, 24, 24. Yeah. 24. Yeah. Super young mother of two, um, mom in Colombia. Colombia. Mm-hmm. Mike goes down to see her. She seems pretty excited to see him, which I was surprised by. Honestly, like 10 out of 10. If this if this woman is is not genuine about being into him, like she put off one of the best oh. like, arrival performances that I've seen Incredible in 90 day performance history. But how how deep is it? Oof. Well, I think Mike's love is very deep. Very runs very deep. For like, I don't really know what, what reasons. Um, but his love is very deep. Jimena's love. Uh, I think we're on, we're definitely on the on the shallower end of the pool <laughs> with this. I think like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna doubt that she loves who he is as a person. Like I do think that she can recognize and appreciate that he's like a very kind, stable, yeah, financially apt person. <laughs> Yes. As she mentioned, generous. Um, but no, there's, she's not, she, she doesn't love him. She's not in love with him. Absolutely not. Let's talk about who she is in love with. Let's talk about who she is in love with, which is her prison boyfriend that she had a conjugal visit with and, and mothered her, her second child. She describes how she put her legs in the air to make sure she was pregnant, which I immediately Googled. That is false. It Wait, doesn't really? help you get pregnant. Yeah, because you put your legs in the air, your like cervix and uterus are still in the same position. You know, it's not like that's not that's not gonna do anything. So um that is a myth that I had to bust for myself. So I was like, this sounds legit to me. I wonder. <laughs> I thought it was legit because that's what they do on um Right, right, which Nobody can get pregnant at handmade sales. So maybe that's why. yeah. Maybe they bought into this. Myth they bought into the myth. So okay. she she clearly says. Well, wait, can we back up just for a second? I didn't know that like conjugal visits. I didn't know that either. Must be must be kosher in Colombia. Okay, and Sorry. she says right. She says like I love him. I mean love yes. him. Yeah, she definitely had a few slips. Mm-hmm. Um, no, she's definitely hundred percent still in love with this man. Um, this was the guy that she had the son with, whose name is Harold Steven. Yes. What's what's, what's that about? What is, what <laughs> is that about indeed? What is that about? What is that about? Her other son's name is Juan David. <laughs> and then she this other guy's name, he's gonna be walking around Columbia with the name Harold Steven. Like what? <laughs> Maybe she knew she wanted to attract like You thought this was a good idea. You can't you can't even make that Spanish. No, no. I I I okay, so then like when I first heard that though, I was like, maybe it was a white dude and he's back in prison in America. Um but no, he's definitely Colombian. So then I was like, what's with the name? She has a lot of explaining to do. Yes. She has a lot of explaining. That could be one of our unanswerable questions of the yes, season. That that is a great unanswerable question. Why is her second son thing Harold Steven? Talk to us. 
Um, again, with the freaking language barrier, the amount of times Mike is just like, damn, damn, see, see, cause he doesn't, he can't speak the language. And then he has the gall to be like, I didn't think that the language barrier was going to be this difficult. Excuse me. Another, another thing you'll see happen commonly is people arrive in these countries and discover that they can't communicate with their partner because they don't speak the language. It's absurd. And it's like, y'all, if I were falling in love with someone who spoke a different, you best believe I'm on Duolingo. I'm on Rosetta Stone. Oh yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm going to know some, some things when I get there. Um, I just don't know what these people are doing in the meantime. I don't know. And also my Spanish is probably the number one language in the U.S. second to English. It is not a difficult language. You want to go learn Spanish? There's like a million and one classes and ways to do it. It's not like you're learning. I don't even know Yiddish. Like it's not that hard, man. What are you doing? How deep is your love? How deep is your love, Mike? Where honestly though, like, uh, the like the like most poor omen I-, I could see for their relationship is when he took out that dang translator device. Oh it is the same one that Paul and Karini used. Oh no! For all those years, honestly, when I saw him with that little sucker out, I was like, "Well, this is this is, this is headed for disaster, disaster." <laughs> disaster. <laughs> Paul and Kareem, by the way, are they still together? I think they are still together. I don't know. I feel like she's, he he and she, I don't even know like what to think about this relationship. I feel like both of them are ones that also need wellness checks from time and time again. She needs a fucking wellness check. He needs like a mental institution. Yeah, their relationship definitely crossed the border from like fun train wreck to like this is a sad, bad train wreck. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know where they're at right now. They've been well, kind of quiet on the social media. We will pray for them. Yeah. We, we, Lots we, of we'll light a candle. Lots of prayers. Okay. Mike and Hannah, we'll see what happens uh, this week with you guys. I am definitely interested. I cannot wait to see what their physical intimacy looks like. It's going to be terrible. Speaking of which, let's move on to our fourth (gasps) couple, Gino and Jasmine. Um, I hate Gino's laugh so much. I just, a part of me dies every time that man laughs. It is the worst sound. When I heard it, the first episode, I felt so uncomfortable. Yeah. I felt like violated. Violated. Oh, God. Um, What do we think think is, is Gino's most offensive act? in this episode let's do a little segment on that yeah most offensive there's acts. a lot um so gino's most offensive act this episode was definitely when he attempted yeah well first of all let's set the scene <laughs> they've just finished their first dinner together i think it's still the first day he got in um i almost called her larissa jasmine <laughs> comes out in like full lingerie mm-hmm. like very clearly ready to like get get it on hops into bed asks for some cuddles gino then proceeds to start getting into bed fully clothed 
shoes still on. Shoes on. She has to tell him to take his shoes off. Ugh. I'm sorry. Oh, what this this has got to be. I think this is like a, a white people thing. Like do people like putting the suitcase on the bed too? Putting the suitcase on yeah. the bed, getting in bed with your shoes on. Like that is just abhorrent. And so you have been coming from an airport. Like what are you doing? It's just disgusting. It's I mean, the man is from Canton, Michigan. You know, again, which is where I'm from. So. <laughs> I'm not like super surprised, but I am really, really disgusted by his actions. Um, he takes off the shoes. He keeps on the rest of his clothes, keeps on the cap. Yep. Anyway. Yep. Yep. What do we think about uh, Jasmine's reaction to Gino wanting to tip the waitress? Oh my God. I was dying during the scene. So Gino and Jasmine, they're at dinner. Um, She's pulling a couple of other crazy girl stunts throughout the dinner, mm-hmm. like needing to check his phone, yeah. like asking to look through all of his messages, like, you know, just the usual. Um, then the bill comes, Gino's paying for it. He's figuring out a tip. He tells him not to tip because they don't do that in Panama, which like, fine. They don't really do that in Mexico either, but like let the guy do what he's going to do. Right. Um, Gino then is like, we usually tip in the U S if it's like, if the waitress is good, like I'm going to just tip. It's the nice thing to do. Why not? Um, Jasmine then proceeds to accuse Gino of having a thing for the waitress, which I mean, girl, this is the first night you are with him and you think he's having a, a, a <laughs> thing with this random poor woman who's, who's serving you. Like, what is actually wrong with you? She, this girl is in for a wild ride. I am, this is going to be such a train wreck. I feel bad. I feel like Gino, his eyes are like opening a little bit yeah. where he's starting his, it, it, they're getting full of fear where they're yes. like, he's like, wait a minute. Yes. And Blink once if you need help, Gino. No, exactly. And, and like, you see his eyes opening and as the opening is happening, he's also getting a little bit he's getting bolder because then there's another scene where um the ex-wife comes up jasmine calls gino's ex-wife stupid gino's like hey there's no need to call her stupid so just imagine how that went down (laughs) but it's like you see gino like getting bolder and bolder like little by little and i'm like one day he's gonna get too bold and we will no longer be able to and he will be no yeah he'll be gone (laughs) he'll He'll be be gone gone. that'll be it so it's like gino tread lightly um good luck that was that was wild the wait the whole waitress thing um i have another unanswerable question mm-hmm. for us perhaps when do we think gina will take off his hat oh my god honestly i feel like unless the producers somehow like film him post coital or like during <laughs> during his slumber in the shower in the shower <laughs> I don't think you will ever see this man without his hat. Yeah, I just don't think it's gonna happen. I mean, like bald men are out here walking around every day. I know. I so it's like, it. is there something else under there? What else is going? What's under the hat? Do you know? Another unanswerable. The longer you keep it on, the more people are gonna talk to you. Know? So you just gotta whip that thing off. Yeah. The sooner the better. All right. Well, I mean. I said it once, I'll say it again. This is still my favorite couple to watch. They're just so entertaining. 
and I love them. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> they're pretty good. I, I feel like, oh, yeah, I have another favorite quote from this couple. Oh, yes, please. So, um, so it's when Gino's talking about uh, Jasmine's like jealous tendencies and he's like talking in front of the camera. He's like, yeah, you know, like I saw this uh, when we were talking over the phone. I was curious to see if it would be better in person. So far, it's not like it's only day one. We'll see if it changes. And that's just my oh, favorite quote because it's God. like, that's not changing. <laughs> that's not changing, that's not changing. Oh, boy. But one can hope. One can hope. I, I feel like Gino and Jasmine are great because, you know, obviously Jasmine's an absolute psychopath and that's going to be super fun to watch. But I actually do think that she likes him. Like, I think she's actually yeah. into him. Yeah. So that's like a that's like an interesting dichotomy versus I'm actually really excited about Mike and Jimena because I am attracted more to the sad and, mm. you know, like hard to watch couples, which is for me, it's like this woman is in love with her prison boyfriend and is using this man for money for a stable life for her children, obviously. And I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching how that plays out. It will absolutely end in flames. Yeah. Like Gino and Jasmine could end in a marriage. The thing with Gino and Jasmine is I think Gino is going to leave her. That would be. And Jasmine's going to be like her. That would really be something. But All right. Who we got next? We got Kim and Soja Boy. Usman. Kim and Soja Boy. Interesting episode for that. It really was. Let's do a segment on deal breaker versus deal maker for for these two. What do you think was what do you think was a deal maker versus what do you think was a deal breaker? All right, so let's set the scene a little bit. Um, Kim arrives in Tanzania mm-hmm. um, to meet with Usman. He's filming his music video there, which he's invited her to. No labels have been established at this. She's point. still a potential. She's considered quote unquote, a potential. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to transition from fan to mm-hmm. she's now a potential to girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, which she seems to be okay with. So like, whatever. Um, so, so they get there. Um, she, she meets him at the airport. They then go back to the hotel. It's kind of the first night there. Um, Kim has some gifts. Kim has a lot of gifts for uh Soja Boy. Expensive gifts. Expensive gifts. Invites her, invites him over to her room. Really romantic setup, like mm-hmm. honeymoon suite. Um, he seems very nervous that he <laughs> that she thinks that he's gonna like sleep there or something. Um, she's like, I want to give you your gifts, which was a MacBook Pro. Yeah. And a PS5. Insane. Insane. <laughs> she, I, mean, I honestly, I don't know what the retail value of PS5 is. I, I mean, they gotta be, yeah. She I don't like two, three grand on these gifts, plus a ticket to Tanzania, plus a hotel, like. Definitely more than that. Yeah. Five grand. Five grand. My God. That's gotta be a deal breaker. I mean, because not, not getting the gifts, you know, he didn't ask for it, whatever. You want to get the gifts, you got it. It was Soulja Boy's reaction to the gifts, which was pure elation. 
followed swiftly by, all right, Kim, good night. Like, see ya, you're still a potential. Which, okay, yes, she can't buy his love. She can't buy yes. his affection, obviously. But um, I just Stay. think- Have a nightcap. Have a nightcap. She'll so appreciate and, and He literally was like, took his gifts and was like, peace. peace. And he was just, it, it was, it was too much excitement for the PS5, too transactional. You weren't even that excited to see her as he was for receiving these gifts. So, you know, that's, uh, that, that was a no-no for me, but, but what do you think? I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like he has done some, he has, he has shown some redeeming qualities as yeah, well. Which like, I, listen, I don't think he's much <laughs> watching this show. Not anymore. Not, not anymore. It's not like the most like. We're too seasoned. We're too seasoned. It's it's pretty easy storyline to follow. Um, but who's my head? My head going for a little a little spin here, where I'm just like, what's your end game, man? Because I can't, I cannot figure it out. Because you have the reaction to the um the gifts. You have him not wanting to be intimate with her. You have him, but then inviting her to Tanzania. You have him calling her a potential. Um. And then, like, later on in the episode, he's honestly, like, great. Like, in, in all, in pretty much all aspects, like, his friends start dogging on Kim for being a super fan, mm-hmm. like, try to, like, exclude her from meetings or whatever. Usman is, like, very, like, defensive. Like, yeah, defends her. Defends her, like, invites her to everything, includes her, like, yeah. you know, does everything to, like, reassure her and make her feel secure. So, like, I think, like, that was super great to see. But but it got me confused. I was like, what's going on here? Who man? are you, Soldier Boy? Yeah. You know, even with you know, they, they go to meet uh this artist in Tanzania. Who, by the way, it was so cool. Who was so cool and so hot. Um and Soldier Boy, and honestly, I mean, I have to give credit where credit's due. That that woman, Rosary, just seems awesome in yeah. general. So I think it's mostly her. But... You have to look her up on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. But um Soldier Boy was was you know, he was there for Kim. He was like, you know, this is nothing like that. Like, I wanted you to come be here with me. It's he brought a business up marriage. Meeting. He brought up marriage. So, yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, how deep, how deep is his love? I think to me personally, I think it's still not deep. I think he, yeah. I think he likes her, but I think ultimately he's just trying to get to the stage. Yeah. I'm kind of on the same page. Like, I was really trying to figure it out. Because, like, all of his, he seems, like, really genuine. And so where I'm at now is, like, he's a genuine, like, this sound really stupid. But, like, he's, he's, like, a genuinely really good guy. Yeah. Who, like, sees people and is able to see, like, the beauty in people. Like, wow. regardless of whether, like, he wants to marry them or not. But, like, is able to be, like, this woman is a beautiful person. Uh-huh. I don't love her. I'm not going to marry her, but like, if it's going to get me to America, America, maybe I will. Yeah. But, but then like, so then there's that end game, but I do feel like everything in between is genuine. Like, I don't think he's faking anything necessarily. Yeah. I think, I think if he was faking it, he would have come in guns blazing and be like, I love you, Kimba. Yeah. Let's get married. Like, I don't know how we did with baby girl Lisa, which uh, it seems like he's learned from. So, you know, we're here for the transformation. Soja boy, good for you. Seems like you you've learned your lesson. We'll see where it goes. Um, we got one more couple, Hamza and Memphis. Don't really have a lot to say about them this episode. I feel yeah. like, yeah. you know, pretty much a yawn. They met in Tunisia. Mm-hmm. 
he took her home. They slept together in the same bed against his mother's wishes. And then his mom opened the door on them the next morning, which is horrible. Oh my God. Can you imagine your mother doing that to you? Uh, yes, I could actually. <laughs> I could too. And both I don't like it. Both coming from immigrant families. Yes. 100% no-no pre-marriage. Absolutely not. And I, and I know that I got around it at some point in my life just because I was like, hey, listen, there's just not enough beds <laughs> to do, like, mom, be reasonable. Yeah. Um, but before that time came, like, say college or whatever, like, I could see that moment happening and, it, like, it would have, like, when it when Hamza's mom walked into the room, I could feel, feel. like, both mm-hmm. of their, yes. I'm like, I know the feeling that I, I, I hate it for you. And also, Hamza, just get a damn hotel, man. Why didn't you just book a room, buddy? At least for the first couple nights. Now it's going to be awkward. Like, that puts Memphis in a horrible position with mom. And it's just, like, as the man of the... And also as, like, the host. Right. It's on you to make sure that, like, you're not putting anyone in an uncomfortable situation. Well, I'm, you know, although this episode was not great for them, I'm interested to see how this things progress because clearly they can't speak to each other at all. There's absolutely zero language overlap except for sexy time. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I I did like how welcoming his mom and sister were. That's a first. Yeah. That was nice. They were really nice. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So I guess we'll see where our little Michigander girl takes it. <sighs> lots, lots of, lots of uh, exciting things. I think um, just wanted to wrap up with your LVP. You gave us the MVP. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is the least valuable player of, of this episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, well, I mean, for me, the LVP, he has got to be Caleb. Caleb. The dude sucks. He really fucking sucks. Like he's bad. I just ah, I just I wanted to like. He needs a swift punch to the face. Yeah, I was wasn't gonna try to go there. <laughs> we don't condone violence on this trash cast, people. Of course, of course. But he does. But he does. He needs someone. I'm just like, how have you not encountered anyone yet who's punched you in the face? I know, right? He seems like someone who would be punched. Oh, also, one last thing about him. Like, you don't look good enough. You don't have a good enough body to mention working out as much as you do. Oh my God. And like, Someone, you need to know that. You need to know that. He, this man really thinks he is God's gift. Yes. He's like, I am the hottest shit since Justin Timberlake. Like, dude, you are a tarot reading weirdo from Tucson who is clearly. Not that tarot reading is weird. Totally. Yeah, not weird. But, but witchcraft <laughs> and love spells. This is uh, with Carl. You never know where the line is. That's why I had to ask about the Wiccan stuff because honestly, I didn't even know. Um, But yeah, great episode. Excited for next week. And um, we will see you next week for for our third episode of of Ladies of Trash. And be sure to tune in to Darcy and Stacey tomorrow. Darcy and Stacey tomorrow. We will discuss that next week as well. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.